I'm Melissa. And I'm Jesse. And welcome to our show. Nameless. And today's episode, we are having a luau. Yes. Why are we having a luau, Jesse? We had a guest on our show. And we had Dylan Garcia, and he came on, and we partied, and we sang songs. <laughs> and it was a great time. We had a luau, we had food, we had decorations, we had live music. It was um, fantastic. Wait. See, we did the beginning and the end. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's what I was going for. In my head right now, I'm like, hold on. I know. I know. I caught on like a long time ago. <laughs> I didn't. It just happened. It happened so fast. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Why are we here, Jesse? That's where it started. It was me. <laughs> um, today we are going to in the future interview Dylan Garcia, a yeah. musician. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna come on and he's gonna play live music for us. He's gonna tell us all about um, what he's doing right now. Upcoming stuff, how he got here, where he's going, how he's been. Um, he's also going to discuss um, some of his um, mental health issues that have um, happened in his life to where he can relate to some of our viewers and yeah, it spreads good vibes. Yeah. And so we're going to spread some good vibes with Dylan Garcia. Yes. So we're here with uh, Dylan Garcia and he's here um, to play us some music. Tell us a little bit about himself and you get to know... Who is Dylan Garcia? I'm gonna take you to the top. I wanna see you move. I'm gonna take you to the top. Take you to the top. I wanna see you move, move, move. It's a rhythm of the beach on a tropical beat. Yeah, I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. You're looking so fly. Yeah, you blow my mind. Yeah, 
show, hey. like actually playing. And that's like so cool in studio. Yeah. yeah. Thankful. Thankful. We're thankful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're locking it down. Yeah. Today. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's It's a Vibe? It's a Vibe, yeah. And what was your inspiration for that song? Uh, in the 90s, I listened, a majority of the music I listened to was produced by DJ Tony G. And I didn't come to find out later, the other producer on the song, Ronnie King, was actually played keys on a lot of songs that I really loved in high school. And so I saw Tony G and I couldn't believe it. Like, oh shit, this guy's got an Instagram. You know, because it's like you never knew anything about Tony G because he's so like undercover. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. You know about him, but you probably never seen him. And so I reached out to him and, and I had just put out uh, the Won't Back Down video. And then I was just like, hey, Tony, hey, I'm Dylan. You know, I work with Ronnie King. Uh, man, it'd be great to work with you in the studio. Tony hadn't done music for a while, he took a break, and that ended up inspiring him to get back in the game. And so we all met at Ronnie's ranch, where the um, where the studio is. And I had set it all up. I, I talked to Audra, who's Ronnie's assistant, but who's now my publicist. I set it all up with her. I get to the studio. Ronnie, I'm vibing with Ronnie. I had a film crew there too. I wanted to document this, so I had a documentary crew there, and then. Tony G can't find the place. Never been to Ronnie's place. You don't know how to get there. You get lost. And so I went and I met him. I knew I, the moment he rolled down the window, he was like, Dylan, I'm like Tony G. Like I was like, I was like, I was like, oh man, because I don't think you understand like the, the, the influence these songs that he produced, like La Raza and Menti. I had these on cassette tapes. Yeah, but it goes way back. It, it, it's just when I saw him, I was like, just like cassette tapes. I'm like, come on. And I was buying carne asada too. So I was buying like two pounds of carne asada. We were going to head back and I find Tony. And then, so we're driving back and there's like dirt roads to get there, you know, yeah. we're driving back and then I make the wrong turn on, <laughs> on the dirt road That's and great. we're going like basically lost. <laughs> we're lost. And we finally get to Ronnie's place, you know, Ronnie and Tony hadn't seen each other for years. So it was like, like, um, reuniting long lost friends. Right. And it really felt special. To, to know the music that they've done, and like music is really important to me, like this, the, the making, the creation of music is really, really intriguing to me. And to see them vibing and then having the camera crew, and like it was just one of those moments. Yeah. So I was playing guitar, I might have been jamming this. Uh, and Tony's like, you know what, man? I think you need to let me drive the car. You know, I think you need to let me drive because you're bitten off on an off ramp that I don't think. <laughs> that we're not that we're not trying to go to yeah and he said will you let me take over and i said go for it so he busts out his laptop and he starts playing these instrumentals like tony g i mean you gotta imagine that the beats that this guy's these compositions that he's right. made the first one that he played i was like this is the one they didn't let me do it they're like no we need something for the radio yeah and uh, so he's going through and He's like, he already knows the melody that he wants on these songs, but I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And then we finally get to the instrumental for It's a Vibe, because I'd never done a song like that. It's more like reggaeton, more and more Latin. The first thing that just popped in my head was when I heard it, it was just like, Levant. but I said it wrong, I said Levantate, because Levante would mean like, I'm telling you, get up, you know? And I was like, how do I say that in Spanish, Tony? And he's like, Levantate. The way the song came about, the idea was Levant to get up. Because I could have went both ways. Could have been get up, like rise up and like revolution kind of thing. Or I could say like get up and let's dance. Yeah. Get up and let's groove. They left outside 
they were doing their thing outside talking. They left me in there. They were like, you know how to work the studio. Just write something. And we, when we come back, we want something great. <laughs> and I had figure all these, out. <laughs> basically figure it out. And it took me maybe about, about 15, 20 minutes. And I'm jotting all these phrases down. One-liners that sound really, really cool. I told them I got the song. Let's do it. It's this little bullshit-ass light, like where the mic is. So you can't see... You can't see your lyrics. It was like I had the lyrics right there where the light was. I would see the line for the verse that I was doing, and then it was like, okay, go. So I would basically use that one line that was on the paper and then create everything in my mind on yeah. the spot. Just I, on the spot? On just the, like that. So. And I, it's like, it just flowed. Like, I wanted to tell the story like I was paradise, tropical, luau, you know, on a beach. And, and you're having this cool party, there's tiki torches, and you got these beautiful women there, and you're yeah. having a good time. And, and that's what I wanted to convey as my message was, let's have a good time. You know? Right. I want to say it was still reggae because, I mean, I started out as doing, you know, acoustic reggae rock and stuff like that. And right. um, it would still be considered reggae. But I wanted to do something different, you right. know. And um, I wanted to do something different than what I'm normally hearing or what's coming out right now. Being Latino, I wanted to create my own lane where I could bring in Latinos, like getting them to like the music and see what else I do, what reggae's doing. Right. Reggaeton's already Latino, but just to keep that vibe and let the Latinos know, like, I'm here. This is happening right now. This is the thing. Dirty Heads have, they have a song, Vacation, and they have a million versions Yeah, I saw it. it. I already saw it. Yeah. I saw that one. And they yeah. came out with a new version. With a reggaeton guy. Yeah. yeah. That, that guy is, was an actor in the Nicki Jam Nicky Jam Netflix series. He oh. was one of the he was one of the gangsters in the in the, in the series. <laughs> nice. So when I saw the song, fact. <laughs> when I saw the song and I saw him, I was yeah. like, oh, it's the guy from the Nicky yeah. Jam series. <laughs> and, and so, yeah. like that, you're already like part of a building playlist that's yeah. coming out right, right now, like the Latin reggae, like because California reggae has its own group where it's not the original reggae, yeah. Yeah. and so we say reggae, it's kind of all-encompassing, yeah. and now there's like this new branch that's coming out, and that's really cool. Well, right. because the Latinos are here, man, we're really yeah. making a name oh, yeah, for, for sure. Like, you know? Last year, Bad Bunny was the most streamed artist out of anyone in the entire world. And a majority of the times, I don't even understand what he's singing about. I mean, it just sounds good. Sounds good. It sounds good. You I'm know? digging it. <laughs> it's the vibe. It's yeah. the vibe. It's yeah. The, yeah. You hear the vibe. You don't have to know all the words exactly. You right. don't have to write things down and be prepared. It's the vibe. And when you feel the vibe, it comes out and it just happens. But I, I, I had it in my head like, man, I think this is a really cool song. And I was yeah. already nervous as it was because Ronnie pulled me inside and said, hey, man, you better come correct. I told you Jeezy to make people cry in the <laughs> in the music business. Right. That's you know? cool. That's really cool. And I learned a lot because not only were we working music, but I'm, I'm, I was listening to to behind-the-scenes stories about certain stuff that happened in the rap rap game and the right. magazine and certain things that happened. Even being allowed in that space to hear those conversations was just like, man, it didn't take long to make that song. I mean, if you put the time together that we're actually working on the song, it could have been maybe two hours tops. Nice. There was a lot of learning, yeah. but to hear the stories that I heard and to be welcomed in their company when they're talking about that stuff was just like, whoa. It was just, it was really all, I think the word is all encompassing of a, yeah. of a really great experience. I left with the confidence, like, holy, holy moly, like, I just, 
yeah. worked and made a dope song with Tony G. Yeah. The video, like, I had this idea already in my head about shooting the video on Ronnie's boat. Mm -hmm. You know, when you work, when you work with these people that have been doing music for a long time, yeah, you gotta earn your space with them. Yeah. It doesn't come. It doesn't. I won't say free is the word, but it doesn't come easy. Yeah, you know, I've known Ronnie for twelve years. That was the first time I was ever on his boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you build these relationships like that, especially when you're trying to be in the music business, right. it's all about building these relationships. You can't expect for somebody to promise you the world right off the bat when. Right. When, when and they have to trust your worth, work ethic. Yeah. They have to that see is, that yeah. you mean it, mm -hmm. and you like once, like you said, you prove that you mean it. You put it in, and yeah. You were invited into that space. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. They want to see yeah. it. They want to see it. Like nobody's gonna invest in you if you if they don't see you investing in yourself. Exactly. The world doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have it twisted. I mean, I've been doing this like working twelve years. Yeah. You kind of build yourself, and you got to be around that environment, and and it's like if if you want to do it, you got to stay committed from the very beginning. Right. You know, it's not just. I want to make a song and be famous because that's right. what a lot of people think. It's like, no, man, this is really a business. Like, this is really a lot of work. Right. It becomes a lifestyle because you have to base your life around the business a yeah. lot, too. Right. And we can appreciate what you're saying as well because, you know, I think we, we've been trying to do the same thing, maybe not in the music industry, but entertainment. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're... We're learning that, you know, wow, it's really hard work. You know, you actually have to put a lot of effort and time into it to make it into what your what your your dream is. Yeah. Appreciate everything you're doing and saying because it's it's a hard work. You know. You gotta Definitely. keep that like focus on. You gotta have that vision of where you want it to right. go, and that's always in the back of your mind because you're either, you're gonna have hiccups, you're gonna have things that get messed up. I yeah. For your show, you have people that aren't gonna no show or just stuff right. like that, and you just always gotta be prepared, but always constantly thinking about. That, that vision and where you want to go. You don't want to like have one of these situations and feel like, oh my God, this is it. Like, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. You don't want to have a meltdown when you have your first <laughs> convenience, yeah. you know? Uh, We've been good about this. We have, <laughs> yeah. You just go, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, and make it work. It's, we, we've been handed like those, those meltdown moments <laughs> and we've, I'm very proud of us. Like, I'm yeah. super proud. We've been through like, man, since we met, it's been like, you've touched on it it's a mind space you have to you you put it in your head what you want once yeah. you decide then every step you take will take you towards it and yes it's going to get hard and yes things are going to set you back and yes you're going to have to do it again and again and again but you have what if it's in your head it's fine to do it again yeah exactly. and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going if you give up the first time then those people are going to say oh see he gave up yeah that's why we didn't bring him into our space he gave yeah. up yeah it does um, apply yeah finishing a book that's called the art of impossible and it's like a it breaks it down like scientifically like the way your brain works and everything does the way you to get the flow that's just mm -hmm. okay. reason to get the flow and it's like whoa like i have these aha moments where I'm like holy man when i was writing it's a vibe this is what was going on in my mind to reach flow one must be willing to take risks the lover must lay bare his soul and risk rejection and humiliation to enter the state the athlete must be willing to risk physical harm, even loss of life, to enter the state. The artist must be willing to be scorned and despised by critics and the public and still push on. The average person, you and me, must be willing to fail like foolish and fall flat on our faces should we enter the state. Yes. And I read exactly. that I read that yesterday morning and I had to like I screenshotted it and it was like yeah. I took a photo of it and I'm just like, wait a minute, like No, and that's perfect for everything we're saying yeah. too. You know, I mean it was meant 
to be said. I mean, we were meant to hear that as well. Yeah. When you're doing something like you're gonna face ridicule, you know, yeah. and it's more the majority of the people that are that are, are saying this stuff, like they're just saying it, saying it because they usually don't have anything to say. Anyways. Yeah, yes. you know? yeah. I think you guys rock like this setup. I wish like if you the whole oh they'll see it. This whole setup is just amazing, and like yeah, to see two women pushing for something like this and going all out because this is all out right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is yeah. like this is really really dope. Um, I give you guys a lot of props, and I, I, I really think this is going to work for you ladies. Thank you. Like, you guys go all out for every every person you have on your show. Like, people are going to start hitting you up, like, hey, can I get on your show? I guarantee <laughs> nice. it. I guarantee it. That's what we're hoping for. Well, we appreciate that a lot, because, you know, we do we did work hard. You wanted a luau, and we wanted yeah. to give you a luau, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so podcasts, take notes. <laughs> Hey <laughs> You're gonna have to step it up a little bit now that Jesse and Melissa are in town. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it started, like you said, like the artist has to face ridicule. I am an artist. Yeah. I have an art degree. I was doing this kind of stuff anyways, and I had friends and family that are like, Why are you doing this? This is weird. You're wasting your time. Like, what are you doing? Melissa comes along and she's like, I wanna do that. And I was like, Oh, we can we'll make it a thing and then and then we're just both like oh well we should do a podcast and then we should dress in theme and we should and then we just did yeah it was yeah. like and we yeah. made it work and it's becoming something and now it's a platform where we get to help other people yeah and it feels good like yeah we get to be here and say hey we're gonna make a platform you want to tell people yeah. about your shit well and so, not only that like sorry. <laughs> so we have a lot of people viewers who um, who don't know what to do with themselves either. Maybe it's because they are in a bind or because they're, you know, going through something or they have um, mental health issues, things like that. And I know um, I wanted to see if maybe we could touch base yeah. with that a little bit because um, with everything that we're all doing, we're, we are, we've all been through different things. Yeah. And we've all pushed through those different things. Melissa quit drinking. She completely, like, rearranged her life. Yeah. Um, I have health issues that rearranged my life. She's, she quit drinking, that requires a lot of rewiring of your own brain. I also quit drinking, mine, I deal with a lot of struggling with my own health and fighting with my own body. And so I have days where either I feel good or I don't feel good, some days I'm just madder than shit and, um, we all she have can't to, move. She has. She can't even get up. Because yeah. She'll have to lay. And and it's it's just nice to be able to share the struggles that we all go through and have people be able to relate or just be aware because people I get told all the time like oh you deal with everything so well and it's like well I I don't feel like I deal with anything well yeah yeah in my and, head yeah. it's a mess exactly but if you smile and you prepare yourself for the world. It's okay, and people, okay, yeah. and then people look at you like, oh, but you're fine. You say you're sick, or oh, you say you're struggling alcoholic, or you say you're struggling with mental health, but you look fine. You act yeah. fine. Yeah. You look happy. And we have episodes where I'm just sitting there grinding my teeth, wanting to cry because every part of my whole body hurts, and I'm just like, what am I doing? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> And then the same with me. Like, there's days I just don't even want to get out of bed because, like, I don't want to deal with, like, anybody. <laughs> because I can't even mentally deal with myself, you know, and I'm just trying to, like, 
keep my head above water. I have days when, I mean, I wake up and I'm like, fuck, like, you know what I mean? But a lot of times I try to take, take my grandma's advice into consideration. If you're angry or you're upset, take a nap. It's always tend to work, like, cause then you, re you reset yourself. I think I'm pretty disciplined. You know, I try to like have the, have no zero days where something always happens. It's because like at the end of the day, you'll feel good about yourself if you did it. Yeah. Yes. Humans, we don't celebrate ourselves. Like we don't celebrate our accomplishments. Well, my my song, It Survived. So now it's on a, to it's probably been on a total of about 15 radio stations so far. Awesome. That's cool. But to me, it's like, well, is that good? Is that good? I think it's good. I think it's great. But it's like, it's <laughs> me. But it's like me as the artist, like I'm looking at myself in yeah. the mirror and I'm like, am I doing good? Am I working hard enough? Should yeah. I be working harder? Right. When I'm dealing with shit, like my shit is my mind talking inside too much. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's like what, I, what, I, what I've been noticing as I've dedicated maybe the last, I want to say maybe since, since I quit my job, I really took that time to like focus on myself. And I think I've read so many books since then and listening to like motivational stuff on YouTube and hearing other people's stories about how they did it. Yeah. It, it, it keeps me motivated. Yeah. Given the voice in my head, I give it, I, I, it's my grandpa. This is just convince myself it's my grandpa because he's always telling me, don't be lazy, work hard. Feeding me with positive things is really weird because I used to, I don't know if that's what they call our subconscious, but like or before, before, oh, yeah, before yeah. it was always like, who gives a fuck? Do what you want. Yeah. You only live once. Huh. YOLO, YOLO. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> and, and it really took a lot, a lot of work to really want to be better. Yeah. You know? Shoot, I just turned 40 and, and I look back and I'm like, damn, how did I even make it through my 20s? Yeah. How did I even, how did I, how did I even make it alive? Like some right? of the stuff how I was doing. 40? I <laughs> thought that about being a teenager. I'm like, dang, I did some sketchy shit. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> right? I made it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the the reward itself that we're we're still here. Like like, God gave us another day to, to do more work. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like in Spanish when I was working at the hotel, I'd always tell them, "Un día más para pagar las cuentas." Like I'd ask them, "Hey, how's your day?" Went, "Oh, todo bien, todo bien." Es decir, "Un día más para pagar las cuentas." Another day you can work and pay your bills. You know, a lot of things all happen, and I think they all lined up. So this this moment would come. This moment that I'm in Riverside talking to you ladies about this stuff you know it's yeah. been all preparation like you know and it, it feels really good like i'm honored that you guys wanted me to be here thank you, you know, it's a, a great thing and this You're is my yeah this right. is my, that you agreed <laughs> this is my first official podcast where i'm actually in studio like i said i did a lot okay. of stuff over zoom i did a couple I went to a radio station, but things were like, we didn't when COVID first started, nobody knew what was going on. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. was sketchy at that yeah. time. You didn't even want to touch the door. Right. You know? yep. Yeah. I wore my mask. Yeah. You know, and, and <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, wanna, I don't even think I asked. And it was so sketchy at the time. Like everything kind of changed, you know, and um, gradually things are, you know, I think kind of going back to normal kids are going back to school. Like a lot of, a lot of yeah. positive yeah. changes are happening. And I know you, you guys being mothers, you know, I'm pretty sure that, Kids needed to go back to school. Keep people trapped at home really messed a lot well, of people. It was a year and a half. It was a long time. <laughs> it was tough on everybody. Mental yeah. health. Yeah. No, I was never alone. That's, that's true too because that the the COVID messed with a lot of people who have mental health issues. Yeah. It messed with them because now they're they're locked in their house. They're not able to be out or do anything. Yeah. Now they're just in their heads all the time. 
Um, you know, so how did that, I mean, did you just keep going and going every day, like trying to, and what would your routine be like when you're having a rough day like that? I will force myself to do something hard. Yeah. I read a book by Wayne Dyer. You know Wayne Dyer is? Wayne Dyer. He passed away, but he's a great speaker. But he has a book called that I read that changed everything in my head called Excuses Be Gone. And how many things that we make excuses for. That's a great book. That we. I already feel called out. I can't. <laughs> like I can't. I can't. I can't. What excuse am I going to make for myself today of why I can't do yeah. something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I did like a 30-day push-up challenge. About 100 push-ups a day. I did it a month, and I'm like, hey, this is actually... Pretty cool. Once yeah. you make it a month, it feels silly to quit. Yeah. yeah like, why am I going to stop? And then, so now it? I'm like doing like 160 push ups a day. Nice. And, like, and just stuff. You're like, I always got to take my dog out for a walk. Like, just that moment when I'm outside, like, if I'm not partying the night before, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I start my day at 4 a.m. Like, okay. today I woke up at 3 30 because I was really excited to get down here. Yay. And I knew I was like, uh, like I was telling you earlier, I want to work on three new songs in the desert, so I want yeah. to get everything ready. So like by the time my wife woke up, it's like okay, everything's done. We can go now. Like yeah. tranquilo, we can go. <laughs> I'll get mad at myself. If I wake up at like five o'clock. I'm like, dang, I woke up late. Yeah. I get up, put on the coffee. I'll have one of these uh, super green, you know, drinks. Oh, like super green. Like drinks. Yeah. Drink one of those. Have my coffee. Start reading. And by the time it's like 5 30, 6 o'clock, like I'm already a chapter down. Like I was like, okay, six o'clock, sun's yeah. starting to come up. Um, get get take the dog out, you know, and then come back home. I'll do my push-ups, and then it's like, okay, time to take him out so he can go do his business. But we usually go on about close to a four-mile walk about every day. Oh wow. I had a doctor, I had a doctor, okay. So this is this is how it really started. Let me get to the <laughs> point. Dr. Barrios, um, I had requested um, a second opinion. Because the first I saw a psychiatrist for my mental health issues. I, I, I've been seeing a psychiatrist, but I saw one and I really felt disgusted. Like I can't believe this guy is a psychiatrist. Like he doesn't give a shit. This guy doesn't doesn't care about how he's treating these patients. He asked for a second opinion. I got a second opinion from Doctor Barrio. He was all about like, okay, you can't just take your meds and expect to feel better. Right. You gotta do something. I say like, this a lot. Yeah. Like, I walk. That's not good enough. Do something where you're gonna actually push yourself. Don't right. you remember pushing yourself when you were a young man and working? And he was like, just because you have to take some meds or just because they say you're this doesn't mean you have to stop. Yeah. But you're still that guy. He gave me a breathing exercise to do a Wim Hof breathing method. Oh yes. We, yeah. Yeah. We know that one. Yeah, we do. Changed everything. <laughs> I was having these massive anxiety attacks. He yeah. said, every time you get anxiety, you know, do the whole yeah. thing. Like a doctor who actually cared, like right. who wasn't there just getting a paycheck, like a doctor who, and he I wasn't think just giving you pills. He wanted I, to, you to get to the bottom of it and be able to work with your pills instead of just being this medicated. Is, it's yeah. something yeah. that I say a lot, and people get really annoyed. You have to do the basic stuff. Yeah. Yes, you might need pills to help balance out something that your body is lacking. You still have to do the basic stuff. You have to sleep enough. You have to drink water, and you have to put healthy shit in. And you have to exercise. Yeah. Because that boosts the hormones that yeah. make you feel good and it uses all the stuff you put in there and then everything works how it's supposed to more so. Yeah. You might need help like diabetics, like okay, so you need insulin. You still have to change your diet. Yeah. It's the same with mental health, you can change your diet. It's the same with physical health, you can change your diet and it will make you feel better. It's the same with exercise and sleep. You have to do the basic stuff. If you go into the doctor 
and they look at you and they can tell you're not doing the basic stuff, they will be less inclined to help you. And they're going to focus on you're not doing the basic stuff. And I think that's what our society's lacking right now is like a lot of people really trying to be their best, like right. be their best self. And you know, it, it can be troubling because, you know, I want to see people good. You know, I right. want to see people doing good. I want to yeah. see people thriving, especially my family and my loved ones, my friends. I want to make sure everyone's doing good. It's always like, I'm the guy to go to advice for. You yeah. Know? Like I've been through it all, you know, and they're asking me like what I do. And I'm just like, man, I really had a heart to heart with myself and said, yeah. you know what, I'm going to take back control of my life. Like, how, and he even told me, yeah. he's like, you got this musical talent, you ain't even doing anything right now. You're all shit. Like, dude, this guy's <laughs> calling me out, you know? Like, You're correct. You know? <laughs> and some yeah. people don't want to be called out on their shit. Yeah. They do not want no. to. Yeah. It's, it's, and it sucks when you're called out on your shit. Yeah, it Sometimes does. it's it's very much needed. You yeah. know, like, sometimes it's like, all right. I have a problem calling people What is shit. wrong with you? Like, I had to call myself out on my shit. I'm like, whoa. This isn't even you. Yeah. Like she said earlier is I, I changed everything in my life. I had to like refocus everything. And make a big adjustment everything. to your lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. There's not always going to be a support system not. or like people cheering you on. You have to do it for you your own You have to be your own self. cheerleader. Yeah. We're all just trying to be better. Yeah. We're That's all just advice. trying to be better and give other people that opportunity to yeah. realize because the more they listen to people like us. They, they see and they hear and they're like, oh, wow, you know, like, they're normal, really? just like me. Yes, I, exactly I can that. relate to at least one of us people can relate to and we're showing them that it's possible. Yeah. It's possible to do it and to, and to push yourself and to rise above what, you know, is expected of you. Yeah, I dream every night and I, I mean like intense, like I'm in. I quit sleeping because of that. <laughs> I'm always blasted off to some other universe every night. Like, I wake up and I'll usually forget a couple of seconds yeah. later, like, what it was just was, but it was, like, intense. My heart's racing up. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, today it was, like, 3.30 in the morning, 3.45. I said, you know what? I'm going to start my day now. Yeah. And what I've learned is because I would let those dreams dictate my day. Yeah. And it's gotten where you just shake it off. It's just I wake up and it's like, I know, I know I have something to do. I think a lot of it is having somewhere to go, having something to do. When you don't have nothing, I mean, you lose your, you lose a sense of your own purpose in life. Make things for yourself too, because not everything's going to come to you. You're not going to, not everybody's going to be like, oh, here, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Do it. It's going to make you happy. You know, you have to fight to find what's going to make you happy. You got to fight, yeah. You got to like push. And if this doesn't make you happy, happy, then maybe push another thing. Happiness isn't just given to you. No, it's not. It is earned as well. Yeah. You have to figure out what, you know, makes you happy. That's yes. True. That's true. Yeah. And so like, there's a lot of people as well. They're like, Oh, but you guys are so happy or, Oh, look at how great. And you are you on the radio. You're so happy, you know, dancing on a yacht. Yeah. You're on a yacht with all these people and Dang. dogs and you know, it's like, but you worked hard for that. Yeah. You pushed to be that happy. Yeah. Like you, somebody wasn't like, okay, here, we're going to record this for you right now. And you're going to be on a yacht. Like there's years and years. Yeah. That of was like yeah. just organizing that whole thing. And to me, the realization like, holy man, we're doing a real video, like really going all out because you get what you pay for. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> a lot of people don't, <laughs> don't realize that, yeah. you know, you can either spend you know a couple grand on a really dope video or you 
you know, try to make it on your own and do everything on your own. I realized long ago I couldn't do everything by myself. Yeah. I realized long ago I couldn't. I need to realize that. I think do we you have a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> we need to realize that too, because I mean, Jesse and I do everything. That's a good for lesson. us too. <laughs> you know, so. I mean, this opportunity that I'm in now is the opportunity that I wanted 12 years ago when I first started working. Right. And when I would, I would get jealous. Like, why is this person? Why, you know, why is it? Why isn't it me? That's the thing. A lot of people are saying, "Why isn't it me?" Yeah. You know, and here it took me like to, it took me 10 years to get my mental health even correct. You know, to get yeah. back in the right the right mind state. You've got to play your part. Like it's a whole package. Like if you want to do this, you know. Yeah. And to be accessible too in a yeah. weird way. Yeah. Like you said about you found his Instagram. Yeah. It's OG. Yes. And you, when you found his Instagram, it became like a whole different world. There was that access where you're like, yeah. oh, okay, like the availability of your own self can rise you up, which is pretty cool. It was like, hey, Tony, La Rasa was my favorite song, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was my favorite song. And I'm just like, whoa, he responded. You know, like he responded to me. Right? Right. And, and to see that he was that accessible. It changed everything. It changed my mindset. Like it raised my my mindset of what I can actually do as an artist, like who I truly am as yeah. an artist. And for to, that's what the producers are supposed to do, right? You know, and to finally be in that situation where I'm not recording everything on my own and and all yeah. this stuff like that. Having someone's vision that's been there, yeah, that's awesome. And be able to lock in was like, whoa, maybe maybe these doubts that I have about myself, maybe this is really what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Well, I think so. I mean, your your music is awesome. I mean, I love it, and I feel like everything that you're doing is like gonna get you like bigger and bigger. So, what what is your goal? With my vision board on the top of it says Coachella. Okay. Right oh, that is cool. Right That's it, a good one. It has yes. a picture of Grammy. Okay. And then below it has the house with the pool. Nice. With the view. Nice. Hell yeah. Coachella is like pulling me to the desert, and I'm not talking about just the Coachella festival. Now I'm like considering moving to the desert. Yeah. You know, like if I can be in the desert, Coachella, I'm, it's nuts. The whole city is basically shut down. Yeah. Yes. All of that's shut down for two days. You imagine the, the events outside of Coachella, these yeah. private parties, these, like to be living out there and be able to yeah. go to these places and meet these people. Yeah. Everyone yeah. thinks, everyone thinks you need to be in LA, but you don't necessarily need to be in LA. Yeah. You know? Well, in LA, so close. A lot yeah. it's moving to Palm Springs and Coachella and that whole desert area too. There are wave pools yep. and stuff. Like it's becoming that that zone. That yeah, they're building the wave pool. They're, they're, yeah. talking, they're already yeah. done with it. There's two out there, I think. I might be wrong. I feel like there's two, but it's like there's Coachella, and that's not just a festival. That's like people know what that is year round. Yeah. It's a. Pl I mean, there's, it's obviously a place. But that's <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a city. <laughs> if it's pulling you, yeah, I can look into that yeah, because it's growing and growing and growing. And if uh, you're there while it's growing, you get to get your spot now. I just feel like like I've outgrown where I live now. Yeah. Nothing against where I live now, but I just feel like I've, I've outgrown it, and I'm being pulled in directions that will that will elevate things for me. Um, in a better way leveling up leveling up exactly yeah. leveling up so last year yeah. during during covid i dropped what i dropped like maybe four or five singles and dropped like won't back down beautiful day of Mosquilla, summer love i already had this 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 i already had this it was
was already recorded, just the music of the guitar. COVID had started, nobody knew what was going on. Me and my wife were partying like we were 19 years old, getting drunk every night. Yeah. 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 We had nothing to do. And she tells me one morning, she's like, hey, you remember that song you were working on? Not even thinking about my music career. I was just focused on work because like when I when I get focused on something I want to be good at it. So I'm back home chilling, I play the music and I'm like, wait a minute, this is actually kind of cool. And so the first time I wrote the song, it was like kind of rap, drum track on it. It's kind of like hip hop to it. And and this is why I love my wife because she's the one that helped me discover my true flow in music. And, you know, because I came from a rapping background, too, because I rapped, and so it was like, you know, you know, all over the place. And she's like, dude, tranquilo, you know, tranquilo. The next thing I know, she's like, no, do it like this, you know. Like, really, just chill. Just That's flowing. what I said. It's, to me, it's more like the hip swing dancing, where you can just walk around and yeah. you dance to it. I sent the track to Ronnie, my buddy Richard Galigas down in San Diego. Richard, I've been writing music with Richard for a long time. And uh, Ronnie added some keys and some organ. And then I'm like, holy oh, this is something, this is new. Because it doesn't, my music, I don't really try to make it sound like anybody else. I lace up my house shoes, strap them to my feet. Bless for another day. I said, thank you, G.O.D. Another day above the ground The devil's still trying to take me out I always like songs, like, you know, like I'm telling a story, like, from when you wake up until the day ends, you know? Yeah. I always like doing that, you know, and it's like, so it's a song people want to listen to in the morning, you know, when they get up. Step outside, I got the sun shining in my eyes. I put my sunglasses on. This part, I'm living for today, cause tomorrow is not promised. But you always answer my prayers. I see palm trees blowing in the wind. I see palm trees blowing in the wind. Beautiful day, and just look outside. Go ahead, leave your worries behind. Don't you know you got a life to live? You gotta keep it positive. It's a beautiful day, and just look outside. Go ahead, leave your worries behind. Don't you know you got a life to live? You gotta keep it positive. Tienes una vida que vivir, positivo necesitas seguir. Es un hermoso día, mira afuera, date preocupaciones atrás. 
tienes una vida que vivir Positivo necesitas seguir It's a beautiful day as you look outside Go ahead, leave your worries behind Don't you know you got a life to live You gotta keep it positive You gotta keep it positive like we're locked down yeah drunk no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but people need something positive that they can listen to and wake up to you know yeah, like, yeah. you can wake up yeah. to something like you know and that's just like i'm trying to trying to convey that like you know when i wake up in the morning and even though i'm pissed off i still say thank you when i wake up yeah thank you you know mm -hmm. and right. I think it just starts with with just that, just giving thanks, like right the moment you wake up, despite whatever crap you got going on, despite whatever hardship you're going through, just say thank you because yeah. even if you're going through a hardship, that's another day to still fight through it. Yeah, yes. you know. I mean, you're going through something, right? Yeah, yeah. To, to never give up. Yeah, you know? yeah, I fully agree with that. We that's what we've been we've been saying in every episode. I mean, this is just actually like. You know, ongoing, ongoing, yeah. and confirmation that you know everybody that we talk to feels the same way. There's things you know yeah. that they yeah. live to, and and this is a big one. You know, you have to be thankful when you wake up. When yeah. you open your eyes, the first thing you have to do is be thankful because that will continue to manifest the rest, the rest of, your day. of your day. Yeah, yeah. If you wake up and you're like, oh fuck, I'm awake. You know, you're yeah. just gonna automatically feel. Like, oh, fuck, you know, all day. <laughs> yeah, and I've done it. I mean, you know, just recently I, you know, we heard uh, Jake uh, Bushnell has a uh, podcast also, and it's The Morning Ride, and he talked about the same thing. Like, you have to, you know, be thankful. The first, yeah. the, when you open your eyes, be blessed, be happy, be, you know, because it will, it will. I It'll got another day. Time. Might as well make the best of it. It's not always easy either. So it's yeah, not, it's not easy. It's not easy as much as we're talking. But we're about. all here to tell you guys. Like, and it's possible. It's possible. You yeah. Know? And it's those little moments too. Like I try and remind myself when I have a hot cup of coffee. I'm like, that's my thank you. I always remember, like, okay, I have this coffee. I made it to this part of the morning. Yeah. Like, I get to sit here and drink it. If I choose to watch the sunrise, I can. If I yes. want to listen to music, I can. Like, yeah. you get those 10 minutes or whatever to reset and to choose. This is how my day is starting. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what mood I wait or what kind of weird ass dreams I have. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm awake. Even if I hurt, I'm awake. I have my hot cup of coffee and I can sit there and just go, okay, I can do it. Right. Like, I, I was talking to someone when I lived in Ohio and um, she had said, one thing I'm grateful for is the smell of coffee. It's the yeah. smell of coffee. Not coffee made, but coffee, the coffee, the coffee beans. Like yeah. The smell that yeah. in the morning is like, the, it makes her day, it's, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to like, I even picked up on that. Like when I, it's like, I'll smell the coffee. Yeah. yeah like this is, this is not bad. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those little tiny little, moments. Have something you look forward to. Like yeah. Something that you feel like. I'm so blessed to be able to do this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Smelling I, the coffee, people skip yeah. that. People yeah. do the K-cups now. Yeah. You don't get that. You just get your... Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't, yeah. It kind of takes Agreed. away like the specialness yeah. of it. Well, you know what Not I, me, like, I grind them. I still it's grind a French coffee press. I, yeah. The French press. You guys ever have coffee with the French press? Yeah. That is, that's just a celebration. In this itself. one right here. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's not yeah. Yeah. It tastes so much better yeah. when you do it like that. And like, you just gotta have the patience to want to do it like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and heat yeah. up the water and do all that. But like, see, yeah. that's what I do because I have the arrow press and you do it in straight into the cup with the press. And so, yeah, it's the whole routine. You heat the water, you set up the cup, and you put the espresso grounds and like you wait. So by the time I get that coffee, I'm like, okay. I have it. I'm thankful. I had everything I yeah. needed to do it, and mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, like a good cup of coffee. Like, yeah. You just smell it, yeah. and it's like yeah. that's a beautiful ten minutes. Exactly. You know, and fucking enjoy it. That's a beautiful ten minutes. It's a beautiful ten. And minutes. take that ten minutes. Take yeah. that ten minutes because like the rest of the day, people are going to be needing things from you. Yeah. Oh, no matter which direction you're going, you're going to need to be doing something. Yeah. And so take that ten minutes in the morning and enjoy that coffee or enjoy that 10 whatever amount of time you yeah. get or to enjoy that amount of time because it's needed it's needed to keep you going <laughs> you said something else too you said um advice from your grandma is take a nap take a nap yeah. i say that too but it's if yeah. you hate everyone eat if you think everyone hates you sleep Ah, I like that. And so depending on if you're angry, you're probably hangry. <laughs> and if you're feeling insecure, you're probably sleepy. <laughs> and so it's one of the two things. Like yeah. you can reset by just giving your body the very basic of needs. What it needs. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's kind of a trip. It's like yeah. a process. Yeah. You wake up, like a, when you wake up from these naps, you're just like, oh, wait a minute, what was going on? What was I worried about? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't even matter. You don't even remember matter anymore. anymore. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like we stress out about things. Like we make these situations and and these whole scenarios in our in our head where we think this stuff's gonna happen and like a hundred percent of the time it doesn't. These yeah. are the stuff that are and you know being like so we were talking about mental health. Mental health like being. I was explaining to my wife on the on the way here. Sometimes my mind feels like the cyclists that were on the Olympics. I was watching the cyclists yeah. doing the four, the long, you know, six yeah. hour bike ride. And there's all those bike riders trying to, I said, that's how my mind, there's a bunch of bike riders trying to make circles. Yeah. And, and you know, like to slow that down, <laughs> besides, besides just breathing, I mean, it, it's like, that's, that's just how my mind works. I think that's why I probably don't even sleep so good. They told me, my doctor even told me, your yeah. mind doesn't know how to shut down. Yeah. It's just still working. You know, and, and it can be a blessing because then a lot of times I'm focusing. I can, I get it. I also give credit. Like part of my crazy is why I can write songs. Yes. You know, part of the crazy. Well, and yeah, this exactly. is my bicycle. <laughs> this is my bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all, oh yeah. Same. I don't yeah. have the music. And me too. Out. You know, I have, I have bicycles as well. Like I'm always constantly planning new yeah. things and new business things and new Facebook pages and new yeah. this and that. And so it's we like, relate we relate one. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always planning. <laughs> You're always needing to, she does such a good job at it. So it's like, I'm so happy her and I met because yeah. like she does such a good job at this. And then I do such a good job at, you know, that, you know, the planning that kind of thing. Like, Oh, we should do this and that. And I'm going to do that. And then she's like, yes, let's do it. And then we do it in the two of our minds. Like, we have a lot of bicycles. Yeah. Well, it's like you said, you <laughs> your wife, and then your music kind of made sense yeah. again. 
Yeah. And it's like you can just meet somebody and then you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. It makes sense. Okay. Like that song, Underdog, you were talking about. That yeah, song that is the one. reason why I am married. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Well, I love that song. It's <laughs> like at the end of 2016. So I made some pretty crazy bipolar decisions, I'll say, when I was living in Ohio. Abusive relationship with a crazy person, you know, and, and I had to get out of that relationship. I had that going on, and then being alone, and then being bipolar, you know, drinking was the way I cope with things because it finally shuts everything down, yeah. and I could just finally relax. Yeah. Um, I had a roommate. I kicked her out. I had another roommate. She's like, dude, this is this is. I don't want to have roommates. So me making my manic decisions, I do. I bought a one-way ticket to Hawaii, and I didn't tell anybody. Packed up my stuff, hired a, a oh, shuttle to okay. come to take me. You know, and I didn't want my, and I wasn't doing good either mentally yeah. because the the medication was making me have a lot, giving me a lot of side effects. So I wasn't taking my medicine consistently. Yeah, and I just left everything. I only took what I needed, and I went to Hawaii. I took my board, my guitar, and um, some clothes, and I bought a one way ticket. I was planning on starting my life over over there, but yeah. when you're in that mind state, I mean, yeah, yeah anything is possible. Anything yeah, possible. I'll just do anything <laughs> to change everything. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. to change my environment. Yeah, I get it. I got on that plane. I, I had a buddy there. He let me stay with them. You know, sometimes I get in these paranoid, these paranoid faces. I get paranoid about things, and it's not like paranoia when you smoke weed or anything like that. I'm talking like paranoid conspiracies, like yeah. you know, you're watching everything. And I was really having that go on, and I thought if I went to Hawaii, it would go away. That's right. why I was, I was always trying to make it go away. Like, what can I do to make this shit go away? And I thought go changing my environment, it did. I was doing good, and I had a good time, and then I bought a, uh, I went and stayed on the North Shore. I stayed at the hostel up there called Backpackers. And um, I think I blacked out the first night. I don't know exactly know what happened, because I woke up the next morning, but everyone was looking at me weird, and I'm like, wait a minute, I do something because I blacked out that night. Yeah. And it was my first night there, and everyone was kind of like, and I was like, either 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 that's what really was going on, or that was just in my head that yeah. everyone was tripping on me. Yeah. And um, I stayed up there for a week. They ended up kicking me out of the hostel. Yeah. So they, I dropped a glass or something in the middle of the night, or so I tripped on something, and they were like, "You're just drunk. You gotta go." But I was boozing heavily at that time, so I had to take a, a, a Uber all the way back to Waikiki, which is about an hour drive. You know, get back to Waikiki. I had enough money to get myself a hotel room for the night. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get really boosted up this last night. My friend messaged my mom because nobody knew. I changed my number to a Hawaiian area code. Wow. They didn't want nobody to know anything. I needed to get away. Yeah. Uh, he reached out to my mom and said, hey, I don't think Abel's doing good. Like, I just saw him. She's like, wait a minute, you just saw him. Aren't you in Hawaii? He's like, yeah, Abel's in Hawaii. Well, yeah. that's, you know, Dylan. My name, my given name yeah. is Abel. And uh, so everyone's freaking out. They're all what? They're all freaking out. My landlord, my landlord is calling me trying to get a hold of me through Facebook, any means necessary, because wow. I left everything at the house. And my, dad, my dad thought I was actually in trouble. He was like, are you are you having you know financial trouble? Are you in trouble with somebody? I said, no, dad, I just can't forget the family. You understand that. But a lot of people don't really take the effort to understand them. Like, yeah. I just wasn't doing good. Come back, it was kind of like rebuilding my life from scratch. Yeah. I didn't have anything. I had to move back to my parents' house. Um, that 2016 year was a really a, a year I didn't date anybody and I was trying to I was like yeah. traumatized still from the last relationship I was in and and I really just dedicated 2016 to try to like okay you know what I, I want it I need to figure this out this is not normal just taking these trips uh, impulsive doing these impulsive right. things and um, 
I mean, it took a while. It took, 2016 was coming to an end. I started, I started finding, I looked in, I reached out to some producers that I worked with back then, uh, started writing those songs. That's when I wrote Underdog. And a buddy of mine heard it and he said, dude, I wanna shoot a video for that song for you. And um, I didn't realize how, I mean, some people told me they listened to it, it makes them cry. Like, it, people will get teared up. With yeah, it. it's a good song. It, it definitely touches home. Yeah, for a lot. I mean, I, it touches home for me. So when when I get when I get uh, feedback like that from people, that's yeah. that's the rewarding part right. of the music. You realize it touched somebody because that's what you right. that's what your goal is. That's the song that started it all. That's you know. So I was I was I wrote a whole, I did a whole hip hop album. Yeah. Uh, released it through a label that was based out of New York. I did okay, you know, uh, but it was like. People were confused, like, is this guy, is he reggae with guitar, he's rapping, like, what does he do, right. you know? And and to me, that's the joy of being a songwriter, that I don't need to place restrictions on myself, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, get, I can listen to a couple reggae songs and I'm over it. It all sounds the same at a certain point, you know, not- <laughs> Jake Bajon does that. They all have the same. You know, it, it, I can only, I can listen to it. But like I always listen, I'm, I'm I just don't right. listen to one type of music. I listen to all kinds of music, right. and I try to reflect that in the music that I do on my own. And all all these songs, the way that laid out, you know, and then at the same time trying to get help for mentally and get myself figured out, like that was a whole like regrouping process right. of starting with nothing, with zero, and just building. Like that part of that building was the following year in twenty seven, towards the end of twenty seventeen. My wife coming from Argentina and us and us getting married like that. I mean, we literally started like from basic necessities. Yeah. You know, and I think having that with somebody to know that you guys had each other's back when there was nothing. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. she didn't just bounce, you know, because you know, or I just didn't take off and things like yeah. where we actually were like, okay, fuck it, we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. You know, on top of trying to make a marriage happen. Right. You know, like that was like. A whole rebuilding thing and then it, it got kicked in you know like okay this is my wife I'm a husband I got I got to provide for my wife I got to take care of my family I got to provide for my son and having these like bigger responsibilities and seeing the bigger picture not to, to do all that from scratch with somebody knowing that you guys got each other's backs yeah that's that's where the foundation starts right. whether you're alone and you make that commitment to yourself or you're in a relationship and you make that commitment to your partner and right. to your relationship that this is what it's gonna be like now. I don't know, it seems pretty, I, I don't know anything about the dating scene right now. I probably, I really don't want to because it <laughs> seems really, I mean, shit, I'm, a couple generations I've already passed, you know, since I've been in that stage. So it's like, yeah. you know, if you got someone good, lock them down. Yeah. Don't play games, lock them down, you know? Yeah, treat them good, treat be, them, be treat right them to good. them. Yeah, because that will, makes you feel better you know you're doing doing the right thing because it's yeah. when you do the right thing good things happen you know? yes well and even to yourself you you have to be true to yourself as yeah. well you have to continue like if you you have to push yourself that's pretty much what yeah. you kind of have to push yourself to to go through all those things if you have nothing you have to push yourself to get something to get something right yep so um, you know, and it sucks. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's harder for others than yeah. it is for others. And sometimes it's not fair. You know, sometimes other people get it easier. Or they have more, you know, money or they have more, you know, time or more whatever, you know, but we can all 
get to the same place. Yeah. No matter what hand we're dealt. Exactly. Yeah. That's part we of the hand, we're, the hand we're dealt. That's part of the work we got to do. Yeah. Because yeah. That's, that's just, and God wouldn't have given it to us if we couldn't handle it. Right. Yep. You know? Agreed. <laughs> it's true. I mean, right? I, I feel like you're you're only given as much as you can handle. Yeah. And you know, fuck. Sometimes it's like, why can I handle so much? Yeah. <laughs> you know, why is it that me? But you know, I mean, my the other sister, thing is, she used to say, "You'll keep coming back until you learn the lesson you're supposed to learn in life." There you go. Yeah. And you yeah. gotta start learning that shit. Yeah. And if you don't learn it, you're gonna continue going through the same shit. Yeah. You're gonna continue going through well, the why me? Why can't I do this? Why? It's because you didn't learn Yeah, it. I was talking to you this learn, yesterday still with doing uh, my brother Robert from 5150 that, you know, keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result yeah. is the definition of insanity. Yeah. Like a lot of people, um, you know, whether it's business, whatever they're trying to do, they keep trying to, they don't, they're, they keep reinventing the wheel, but it's the same thing. Right. You know, there's nothing, you know, like. It's still a wheel. Ronnie had told me, <laughs> Ronnie had told me, if you want to stay relevant, you have yourself all the time to yeah. stay relevant to what's going on and at least to to relevant to what's going on in your life yeah you know and and that's been a, a, a big push because by the grace of god i can write rap music i can play guitar i can produce music and do all these things and um not many people can right? yeah and, and I, I try to keep that in my mind like this is something special you have you know yeah. and use it for good use it for good you know um another book that i read called multiply like my gift having me on the show could change the way you guys look at things in a whole different aspect or like the way you, you came talking with me like and change something in my mind that could end up healing the world saving like just something like yeah. that and using your gift to multiply it because then you will take something on and it just keeps going on like a domino effect right. you take something and you take it and it just goes like that and yeah when you realize like whoa man the bigger picture is actually not really a big picture it's actually the person next to you right. or the person that's coming to you for advice stuff like that yeah. right. that was that was really an intense right. moment in that book it, the big picture is all the tiny moments yeah that come together to make a big picture yeah and you have to like you gotta dig into those tiny moments and she edits it yeah <laughs> i do yeah and she, and she says what what the tiny moments are this has been great. Yeah, it definitely has. Your music is amazing. I love that you played on our show. It's you want me so to play? Cool. You can yeah. I play that last song? Yeah, I would love for you to play another song. This Jeez. one's gonna be. This one's a deep one. This yeah. A, so, um, and can this you give a little gonna... bit of an explanation of it? The song is called "Hold Me." Um, it originally uh, was at a at a at a time in my life where I was writing. This song was originally intended like me talking to God. But it was a completely different song, but it had these beautiful chords. It was always had the hook called Hold Me in it, but there wasn't no, I couldn't come up with the substance that I needed to get my point across. And But okay, so a friend of mine, I couldn't get a hold of him for like two weeks, and I'm like, man, what happened, you know? And I didn't know he was going through things like this because he never brought it to my attention and then he finally gets back to me and he's like dude i just got out of the hospital hey did he get hurt was he in a car accident and then he tells me no dude i got out of the hospital hospital you know like and i'm like oh and you know he he felt like he, i had expressed some things that happened in my life when i had been hospitalized so he felt that he could talk to me about it 
I didn't I didn't know he was you know I didn't I didn't I didn't assume it. It seemed like he was having a great great life. He just I think he just turned twenty one, and yeah. um, and he's like, nah, man, I got out of the hospital, hospital, mental hospital. And me being hospitalized like I have been, you know, and he knew about that. I'm usually open about that stuff with people, especially people that I work directly with. Let them know that, you know, if I get a little weird, this is, you know, you know what I mean? Right. This, yeah. Here's the heads up. And um, so he expressed this to me and I was like, I was so devastated because you don't want to see other people going through the stuff, you know, because like it, it, I mean, it took a whole hell lot out of me. I don't want to see somebody a good person or a, a yeah. person that I work with or a good friend of mine go through the same thing because it's it's tough right. you know and and when I heard that I was really sad you know and I said and um that song those chords that I was playing ended up I ended up just writing a song out of it a completely different song writing it as like like everything's gonna be okay a lot of times sometimes people just need a hug and be told everything's gonna be okay you know and yeah and i think you know at a, at a certain point we don't have other people that, that are gonna tell us it's gonna be okay we got we got to be the ones hugging ourselves and yeah. telling you know telling ourselves it's gonna be okay and so i wrote this song like uh as somebody at their 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 at the point at the edge at the edge of the cliff the you know point. do i do i do i do i jump or do i stay here it's like god telling me like nah man don't jump like, yeah. if you only knew what i see in you you know if you only knew how truly valued you, you are and i think there's so much shit going on in the world that we we forget how valuable we really are as human beings yeah you know that's tough you know mental health's important you know grab grab the the wheel and and take take control of it ourselves yeah but it's got to be that willpower because there are the people that don't want to get better yeah. There are the people that don't want to take their meds. There are people that abuse their meds. There's the people that um, have paranoid schizophrenia, but they still want to get high on drugs. And they know, like some people, I've known people that like living in that crazy. Yeah. Because that's all they, they know. They need it. They, if they don't have that crazy, then then it's not. And reality right. is reality so scary because they haven't <laughs> been able to face it, you know, yeah. with the right mindset. Exactly. So. That's a little bit of the story of the song. Yeah, we got one more song and we're gonna wrap it up, but it's Dylan Garcia or Abel Garcia? Call me both. He's <laughs> either one, choose. Yeah, whatever you wanna call him. You can find me on social media at Dylan Garcia Music or go to DylanGarciaMusic.com. I appreciate the support. Yeah. And support exactly. these lovely ladies. They're doing something so awesome. Yeah, okay. thank you. And yeah. so one more song and it's a song for good vibes and this song's special to me too. I've talked about it before. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank Jesse and Melissa for having me on their show. It's been definitely a pleasure. Happy to share life and stories and everything going on with these women. They're great people. Uh, support them and tune in. The song's called Hold Me. the scenery guided by the light you see and daybreak is soon to come oh tell me what you're running from oh 
also open your eyes and catch the sunrise Cause it's a brand new day Oh, and don't close your eyes Cause you'll miss the sunshine And it will all fade away Oh yeah, oh me Oh, oh me to see you upset when the best is yet to come and if you only see what I see in you I promise you can overcome oh so open your eyes and catch the sunrise cause it's a brand new day oh and don't close your eyes you'll miss the sunshine and it will
that was a great uh, interview with Dylan Garcia. It was um, fantastic. The other thing I was going to say is Jesse and I worked our asses off for the last fucking three weeks, dude. We have made shit happen. We've had three interviews. Or, yes. Yeah, three interviews at two different locations with five different scenes. Yeah. Um, we've had days where we felt like shit. Days <laughs> that we um, lost pets. We had oh, days yeah. that we just, man, fighting through what we went through the last three weeks to get to where we are today and feeling so freaking accomplished and just so, like, grateful, right? Yes. I mean, I am... I'm beyond grateful. Yeah, it's been really crazy. It's been like the last, I don't know, month. I feel like I haven't been home at all, and I've just been working my ass off. And there's been a few times where I'm like, we got to slow down. I'm going to fall apart. Yeah. And we, I didn't fall apart, and we're still going. And yeah, we had all these things lined up. And for just for a minute, it was it seemed like too much. And then we just did it. Yeah, we just fucking did it. We just fucking did yeah, it. Yeah, we did. And dude, the, the feeling of accomplishment right now is just like, holy shit. We like accomplished so many big things. Like we had, we had two bands, two bands and you guys, um, will know this because <laughs> by the yeah. time we'll have two bands. We had two bands like do live performances for us. Like it was freaking amazing. It feels very special and kind of wild and like, I'm like, how is this happening? Yeah. And because we just, we just said so. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, we're going to do this. And then we did it. Like we accomplished so much. Our studio is like amazing. Um, it's, it's bigger and better than, um, I thought we were going to have at this point in what we're doing. Yeah. And it's not because it was handed to us. Like we work really, really hard to get where we're at and that's like with the interview we just had it's it's goes hand in hand is you have to work hard to get what you want and if you want something badly you have to be willing to fight for it and sacrifice time and energy and <laughs> you know sleep and um yes okay so one of my days so i i set aside time we, we, we both do we discuss yeah. like having a schedule this is our whole last episode we talked about having like you break apart the schedule so yeah. that you allot time where it's needed. And the last two weeks, we kind of didn't do that. <laughs> and all of the time went to Nameless. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Yeah, like and from our families, everything. Jesse and I, like, have spent more time together in the last two weeks than we have with our families. Yes. Yeah. And, and we didn't work out. Like, my kids went back to school. Right. So I do have that time right. now. And... For the first time, we have this that we get to work towards, and it just feels really good. Like, we 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 kind of have it now. We know yeah. the direction, and that's a nice feeling. We're able... It's a great feeling. It's freaking fantastic. Yeah. It's like, it's like one of those, like, yay moments, you know, because, man. Um... So, okay, so one of these things is... How hard that we work and um, a lot of effort goes into the shit behind us and in front of us sometimes yeah and on us yeah and there are little details and they're unnecessary but they're very necessary and it, it creates the vibe and the space because once you have the space then you can get into it and yeah. it feels good and it's 
it's fun and enjoyable and it, it, it makes it a day. Right. Because why the fuck not? Yeah. Make and, it a day. And like Dylan coming into this place, into this, this space that he, we asked him, what theme would you like to have? And he's like, a luau. And we're like, done. Done. We'll give you a luau. And when and, he walked in, I mean, you'll see detail because we'll post, post pictures and stuff. And it's like, it's amazing in here. This one, she worked her ass off, like, getting a lot of this done, like, yeah, hours, I, I gave hours. Days. She's a little closer to the studio than I am, and... I got home from vacation, yeah. and I've been here since. Yeah, like, every day. <laughs> the very next day, I came in, and we started working, and so... Yeah. I haven't stopped since then, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> and we, uh... We, we were cavemen then. We did that was way long. back. We <laughs> this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Even Dylan was talking about evolving and 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 like leveling, leveling up. up. Yeah. You know? So we just keep leveling up and just keep keep pushing and doing something, no matter what. It doesn't have to be this big. It doesn't have to be this loud. Yeah. It just has to be little. Just something. Just anything. That's like baby steps. They say yeah. that all those cliche things that they say, they're actually real. They are. They work. It's really irritating. <laughs> yeah. But they're I don't want to listen to anybody. But, but they're real. So one of the things um, this whole time, like we create these sets and it's, it's a lot of work. And then we have to tear it all down again and make it back into a clean blank space because... For the next one. Yeah, we have, like, we're going to do it again and again and again. We have yeah. to save the resources and make sure that everything is clean and properly stored. And, we, like, there's shit that we have to do and we're going all over the place. And we do everything ourselves. Yeah. So one of the things in setting up is everybody's like, how do you do it? And I've been being told this whole time, some people say things and they, like, I listen to the critiques and the constructive criticism. I actually like fucking listen and I'm like, mm -hmm. the only thing I haven't done is make all our episodes under an hour. I can't fucking. It's hard. This one's not going to be under an hour either. <laughs> we talk a lot. But this one's great. This one's amazing. It is. and it's, it's worth more than an hour. It's worth the time and it is worth the effort that goes into the work that we put into the studio. And so this whole time I've been being told, hey, you should, you know, let people see how that's done. And so this time I made a time-lapse video. Yeah, it was really cool. Of the creation of just one part of this building on the set. Yeah, this set was what, one, two, three, four, five, six different sets pretty much in, yeah. this, in this one room we have. We, we transformed the entire room, every corner. Wall, everything. Yes, into a luau space. To give the vibe for our interview because that's what he said he wanted. So we went full shebang. Ta-da! Here you go. Ta-da! And so I made the time-lapse video of just one piece and it turned out really, really cool. Yeah. And I'm super happy that I have it. And so thank you for the advice. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> and I want to say that um, when he says these things, some of the time he's like, damn it, I was just trying to make fun of you. And like tease, <laughs> and I'm like, nope, that was a good yeah, one. I'm taking good, it. That's yeah. I'm taking one compliment and two advice. Ha! So thank you, Anthony. Again, thank you, Anthony. And peace. <laughs> <laughs>